Hi, Gary Zacharias with the Apologist Bookshelf. This time I'd like to start with something I'd like to continue for several podcasts, and that is to talk to you about what I consider to be some of the best books in different areas of uh, Christian apologetics, so science, uh, general apologetics, social issues, the Bible, religion, things like that. And uh, you may disagree with me. You may have some books that you like better, and that's great. Let me know. I'd love to hear from you, gary.zacharias at gmail.com. Uh, feel free to email me and we can talk about that. But for today, let's take a look at scientific books that I think really get into the heart of Christianity and science and the relationship. Some of them I've talked about as an individual book, like I've done in my previous podcast where I give you an overview and then look at one chapter. So uh, some don't need as much, I, I guess, uh, introduction. But let's start with one's called God's Undertaker. God's Undertaker. And we did that one before. That's by John Lennox. And the reason I picked this one, the subtitle is Has Science Buried God? And I think that is huge in our society these days. It's a really important debate, science versus religion. But do we really know what science and religion actually are? Is there really a war that's going on between the two? Today we're being told science can explain everything. We don't need religion. And so this book, I think, is an excellent book. First of all, it's not very long, uh, maybe 200 pages or so. And it goes, uh, well, it has a typical John Lennox style, which is easy to understand. You feel like he's sitting right there talking to you. He talks about uh, just some of these chapters, War of the Worldviews. I think this is so good. He's explaining that it's not science against Christianity. It's two worldviews that are clashing. The worldview that says, Science is the only thing that you need to know. It's where you get your information. That's what tells you what reality is versus theism, which says there is another element to this world. There's an unseen spiritual realm as well. So it's theism against whatever you call it, materialism or naturalism. So he talks about the war of the worldviews. He talks about the limits of science. You know, I mean, we're being told that science can accomplish anything and it's just totally uh, the way we got to go. we got to ignore anything else theological in nature. And he's saying, actually, science has some limits. So he talks about that. He talks about the universe and the fact that it looks designed. He talks about evolution, the origin of life, genetic code. Where did all that information come from? And so he even gets into David Hume a bit there. So this is one really good book. Um, somebody said this, this short book is more than just a critical analysis of the deep question posed in its title. Well, what's the title? Has Science Buried God? That's the subtitle. He calls it a scientific detective story. This one person in the back, professor of human metabolism, University of Oxford. Um, another professor says, God's Undertaker is an important and topical contribution to the debate and questions about the origin of the universe and its physical laws, the origin of complex biological design, and the purpose if any, of humankind. I mean, is there anything bigger than this right now? We, we put all of our cards on the table for science, and everybody says science will solve everything. Really, has science buried God? Is it God's undertaker? And this is a new updated version that you might want to check on. Terrific book. Okay, so that's one. I'll have to pick the pace up here because I want to do six. In that same vein, uh, there's a newer book by J.P. Moreland. I say newer. Let me check on the date. Uh... That's um, 2018, so not too bad. It's called Scientism 
and Secularism by J.P. Moreland. And again, that one was also one that I've done before, and you can look it up. I think this is really, really important because people are not just saying science is a nice way to go. It's, it's moving beyond that. It's the view that the hard sciences alone, only the hard sciences, have the intellectual authority to tell us what reality is. So they're, they're saying, depend on us. Don't, don't think about theology. Don't go to a holy book. Uh, nothing else. See, that's different than science. Science is a system of knowledge. It's a way to understand the physical or the material world, and that's based on facts that you get through observation and experimentation. But, oh no, right now, we're not everybody, but we're getting a lot of scientists that are starting to push things toward scientism. And Moreland believes that that's way too prevalent in our world today. And he says it actually undermines real science. And he says it marginalizes morality and religion. So I like Moreland's book. Uh, he shows how scientism is actually self-defeating and to show it, how it's harmful in all sorts of our culture, different areas of our culture. And he actually arms Christians with some strategies to link their faith with science. So a really good book, really powerful book. Now, Moreland's not the easiest writer, but he, he does a good job here. And I think it's, it's something that you won't get lost in. Uh, so, I like a, one chapter is called Five Things Science Cannot in Principle Explain, But Theism Can. So, and he talks about the importance of integrating science and Christianity. Amen to that. Uh, I think for too long, Christians have ignored science or walked away from it. And uh, we need to be in the middle of this battle to show that scientism is not the way we want to go. All right, so that book is called Scientism and Secularism. He calls it a dangerous ideology, and I'd agree with that. And again, you can look it up. I've got that uh, as a separate podcast if you want to just read about that one. Here's a third one that was not discussed previously, and I will. I'll get to it because I like it a lot. It's by a particle physicist. His name is Mike Strauss, S-T-R-A-U-S-S, Ph.D., and it's called The Creator Revealed. And he's a physicist, and he's looking at the Big Bang and the Bible. So on the back it says, Do current scientific discoveries support or contradict the idea of creation in the Bible? Does science give evidence for or against God's existence? Does it matter what you think about origin, science, and the Bible? Does your understanding of science and creation affect your daily living or your relationship with God? So he, he explores these questions. Now, Mike Strauss spoke to our... Uh, church one time via Zoom, and people there were so impressed, they started getting hold of his book and talking about it. He's a fascinating person, and uh, I, I like what Lee Strobel said about it. He said, here's a clear, concise, and extraordinarily compelling description of how cosmology and physics point toward a creator whose description fits the God of the Bible. He says he integrates science and scripture in a masterful and illuminating way, and I agree. This book is uh, very easy to read. It's fun to read. You, you learn along the way. He talks about the Big Bang and the transcendent creator and design. And then he gets into uh, wrestling around with the contents of Genesis. So if you want to hear an interesting perspective on Genesis, you might take a look at that one. So that's the creator revealed. All right, well, that's three down, three to go. You know, when I'm talking about the best of, it's hard to leave Lee Strobel off the, the list. So I've included a book of his. Remember, we're talking today just about science books that I think 
are really good books in the area of Christian apologetics. So here's Strobel's book in this area. It's called The Case for a Creator. Subtitled, The Journalist Investigates Scientific Evidence That Points Toward God. And of course, you know the whole way uh, Strobel does his thing. And I've reported on this book before. So uh, you you can look it up and see if you want something more in depth. But he goes to different experts. He's not the expert. He asks good questions. He goes to people like, there's an interview with Jonathan Wells, who's connected with the Discovery Institute, and Stephen Meyer, who's also uh, connected with that, plus Meyer and Wells. But Meyer essentially is writing all these wonderful bestsellers about the universe and about the existence of God and the uh, and Darwin and um, uh, uh, just uh, it goes on and on. But anyway, so he interviews Stephen Meyer, William Lane Craig, Robin Williams, J. Wesley Richards, Michael Behe, Stephen Meyer again, J.P. Moreland. I mean, it's just an impressive list of people here, huh? Uh, oh, Guillermo Gonzalez also. So he they look at... Uh, Evidence from astronomy about the privileged planet, the evidence coming from physics, cosmology, uh, talking about the doubts about Darwinism, biochemistry. Where are we getting all this biological information, DNA, and the origin of life? Uh, the evidence of consciousness, the enigma of the mind. So anyway, I do like Lee Strobel's books. He becomes every man. He's, he's us. And he goes and he talks to these people, throws them some hard questions, asks them why they think the way they think. So again, Strobel's books, almost any area of Christianity are wonderful. So I would add him to the list. So there we go. We got four. We got two to go. Uh, one is, uh, a fifth one here, is part of a whole series of books called The Politically Incorrect Guide 2, right? P-I-G. So they got a little pig on the front here. And this one is Darwinism and Intelligent Design. So, and this is Jonathan Wells, who's a terrific writer and a, quite a sharp individual. He's a microbiologist. He's got two PhDs. One's from Berkeley, the other's from Yale. Pretty impressive, huh? Uh, he says uh, he's uh, amassed the truth about Darwinism. He supplies a revealing list of books you're not supposed to read. And he puts all sorts of evidence at our fingertips here to challenge Darwinism. So here's some things that they talk about in here. The famous ape to man species chart is based on guesswork, not evidence. Intelligent design is based on scientific evidence, not religious belief. What many public schools teach about Darwinism is based on known falsehoods. Scientists at major universities see good evidence for intelligent design. And then what happens to those who question Darwinism? Often they get punished one way or another. So this is a good book. I think you'd like it. And it's easy to read. Uh, got little charts and uh, uh, little items off to the side, little subheadings, things like what does the fossil record really say? What do molecules tell us about our ancestors? Missing links, the design revolution, the secret of life, Darwin's black box. Now, they took that title from a book by Michael Behe. Uh, Fine-tuning inside the universe. Uh, Darwin's, Darwinism's war on traditional Christianity. So, this is something that I would suggest you might want to read. Uh, it's easy to read. It's written for the average individual. 
but uh, powerful material. Okay, so there's a fifth one. And then I wanted to end on one that I like a lot, and I've already referred to it in a previous podcast. It's called God's Crime Scene. J. Warner Wallace is the author. He first wrote Cold Case Christianity, and that was a look at the Gospels. This one is examining evidence for a universe that was created, not one that just happened to come about. And it's, uh, again, I overuse the word amazing, but this is a terrific book. Dr. Stephen Meyer says this, Jim Wallace uses the forensic method of scientific investigation to establish beyond reasonable doubt that God exists. So he looks at all sorts of evidences that there is a God out there. Uh, I love this book. So let me give you an example of some of the titles here. Was the universe an inside job? Okay, so, you know, is there a God? Is there evidence of an artist? In other words, design. What about the origin of life? Where do we get the idea of consciousness? What about morality? The evidence of evil? So it is scientific in part of it, and part of it it's philosophical, so I'll just tell you this, but I love Wallace's work. Really a nice individual, and he's just done a ton of legwork to put this book together. So I think you'd like it. God's Crime Scene. So there you go. There are six books that you might consider uh, for your library, your own personal use, or at least one of them. So God's Crime Scene, The Politically Incorrect Guide to Darwinism and Intelligent Design, the Case for a Creator, that's Lee Strobel's book. The Creator Revealed, nice short book, easy to get through. Scientism and Secularism, maybe a little bit tougher to read, but worth it. And God's Undertaker by John Lennox. Okay, so if you have any questions or comments about those books, or maybe another one that you would add to the list, feel free to get a hold of me. And uh, talk to you next time. We'll do another best of that I'll talk to you about. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye.